Hey, everybody. Before we get to our episode today, I wanted to share with you about an exciting movie that is coming out on September 17th. It is called Blue Bayou. It's from award-winning writer and director Justin Chan, who also stars in the movie Blue Bayou. It is the moving and timely story of a uniquely American family fighting for the future. It stars a character named Antonio LeBlanc, a Korean-American adoptee raised in a small town in the Louisiana Bayou, who's married to the love of his life, Kathy, and stepdad to their beloved daughter, Jessie. Struggling to make a better life for his family, he must confront the ghosts of his past when he discovers that he could be deported from the only country he has ever called home. It's inspired by true events, and Blue Bayou shines an important light on the impact our immigration policies have on American families today. Blue Bayou stars Justin Chan and Alicia Vikander and is in theaters starting September 17th. For tickets and more information, visit bluebayoufilm.com and listen to the Blue Bayou interview episodes on Dear Asian Americans, Korean American Parenting, and The Chan Chi Show. Thanks, and here now is our episode. Is there a, an in-between for Ajuma and Harmony? Because it seems like Ajuma could like span quite a ways and then Harmony and like, is that disrespectful if I just assume that a Korean woman is a Harmony? You know what I mean? Yeah. That's, I mean, it's like I no American woman would really want to be referred to as grandma. That's true. But it's different. So, you know, I don't know. Wikipedia says uh, Ajuma. No. Did you say Wikipedia? Wikipedia. <laughs> Wikipedia. The good old Wikipedia. Sponsor, sponsored by yes. Wikipedia. It's a pretty big deal. <laughs> Sorry. Damn it. <laughs> That's going right at the front of the episode. You're listening to The John Chi Show, hosted by three Korean-American adoptees diving headfirst into what it means to be adopted, Korean, American, and more. And now, here's your hosts, Nathan, Patrick, and KJ. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to The John Chi Show. It's your boys, KJ, Nathan, and Patrick. We are here. We are live, sort of, and uh, we are excited to be together. It is... How how are you guys doing? Great. I'm doing well. I'm good. All right. I lied. We are not excited to be together. (laughs) I apologize to to the listeners. I apologize to my fellow co-hosts. Time out. I'm excited to be here. I just got a mellow energy going on. He has a mellow energy, and I'm trying to ramp the energy right up to the sky. I didn't want to get too crazy too quick. KJ, hilariously, I am laying down on the couch. We are recording this episode, (laughs) you know, one week. And I I say this one week. I'm overcompensating for my body position. Yeah, for the listeners, when this episode comes out, we have already met. But right now, we still haven't. Yep. So (laughs) So that's good podcasting. Yeah. Because that's what it is, time travel. Nathan, what does John Chi mean for any new listeners who decided to pop on this week? Yeah, we are the John Chi Show, which we took the word from the Dole John Chi, which is just a celebration, a festival party. Uh, we are celebrating our Korean adoption and our, our Korean culture, heritage, history, food. We're just 
discovering all kinds of things. We're just three guys trying to get a show on Discovery Plus. No, Discovery Plus. I yeah. don't even know what that really? is. Really? Yeah, Lily, Lily Hevis. Why that uh, one? The Domino Extraordinaire and oh. Chinese Adoptee has her documentaries coming out on there very soon. On Discovery Lily Plus. Plug. Oh man, Lily Hevis yeah. plug. But I mean, it's I would really have, good. I would have been fine with just like a TED Talk if you wanted to go, like you know, we could do a like TED a Talk, re- a regional TED Talk too, just like a straight to YouTube. We could do a TED Talk, but they would be like this the whole time, and we would just be plowing past their, their we speed would just up be symbols. rambling on and yeah. on. So many moderators would be like, please wrap it up. Please wrap it up. <laughs> Somebody cue the music. And would be like, nope, we're here and we're excited. Somebody we just got started. Can't play us off. I'm screaming now. Later. <laughs> I'm screaming now. <laughs> Can't play me off of here. Hilarious. What are we doing here, Nathan? Why are we doing here? We, oh, why, what, who, and when? No, we are, we are the who. Discussing, yes. We are the we who. We are discussing yeah. all kinds of things, as I just <laughs> mentioned. Uh, and sometimes that is just by ourselves without a guest. And that is what we're doing today. We are discovering something from our book, The Korean Culture Dictionary. We did and not write a book, we purchased a book together. Yeah. Uh, and are reading it collectively. Because yeah. to it learn about ourselves good, and our country. Yeah. Got some good tidbits of information. <laughs> just do, what was that accent? I don't. You stop <laughs> it with my accents. If I have an accent, you did one. Right? Don't He's, ask what it is because I don't even. I can't know. wait to listen to that back. He's a little <laughs> bits of information that he like, <laughs> to, like, I don't even know. I liked it. We though. will He's be playing that game that, someday. Like, British narrator. Yeah. Yeah. Guess of. that accent. Kind yeah, of. I don't know. Look at the wild Nathan in his natural <laughs> habitat. <laughs> oh, what? that's the sound you That's make? your sound? I, really? <laughs> All right. Well, that's, uh, that's the end then. <laughs> I mean, can I take that's that That's incredible. No. Okay. So uh, before we jump into a little bit of Korean culture, Patrick, you had a little bit of adoptee culture that you experienced and wanted to bring up uh, about what it what it is to be alive today. So hit us with that question, dog. What a time to be alive. Well, okay. I mean, I guess you're gonna put me on the spot, even though I told you to, but I'm not gonna say that I did that, even though I just said it. Um, <laughs> anyways, I went and got my haircut the other day, and nice. I've been looking for got a new haircut. place to get my haircut, and I found a barber shop that is owned and operated by a Korean woman. And so I was like, all right, I'm gonna go over here because she's got about 56 good ratings and is it's canon in my canon that I really am big on the ratings before I go into something. Is uh, 56 <laughs> enough ratings for you though? Apparently. Okay. Well, I don't know. That's a lot for a barber shop, I would think. Actually. In Indianapolis right. on the street yeah. that it's located. It's in a, yeah, well it's located in a little strip mall, but okay. So I went there the other day. Uh, <laughs> it's a great clip. And um, <laughs> <laughs> it's not a great clip. It just says, <laughs> it doesn't even say barber shop, it just says barber in big green nice. letters. Does it have um, a red and white rotating? It does not. Oh. You go in there, and it's kind of like an old, like seventies styled, like wood paneled room. Um, it's long and open, but there's only yes. one or two chairs, two barber chairs, mm-hmm. and the one of I them is full of stuff. And <laughs> so, okay. cl- clearly showing that she's the only one that's doing these cuts. Okay. Um, reasonably priced, uh, and. It's pretty like all the reviews were like pretty no nonsense, no small talk. Like she goes in, gives you Ooh. the cut you want, and you get right on out of there. And I can attest that did happen. But w- during my haircut, but I Patrick's was sitting. A talker. 
I, I didn't say anything. We had no small talk. Um, but I was, I was sitting there and she's cutting my hair. I had this like re- weird reaction and realized this was the first time that a Korean woman was like grooming me in a sense, uh, or like cutting my hair and having this almost like weird out of body experience. And I didn't get emotional in the chair, but I was just thinking about how I just envision that. Why are you crying? Well, well You're because doing such a good job. <laughs> You're just doing a great job cutting my hair. Um, but the reason that I thought about it, I wanted to say bring it up on the show is because um when we talked to Sujin Pate, she told the story of how she went back to Korea and her and when she met went into reunion with her actual with her Oma and she had that like visceral reaction to being bathed. I was just like, I mean, that's obviously not the same thing, but I just thought about, man, I'd never, I don't know. I'd never had that. Maybe I, well, I guess maybe I did as a tiny baby, but I don't know. And so I just thought about, and I just thought about having never had that type of interaction before. And I know both of you have been back to Korea. I don't know if you got haircuts there or if in any other point in time that you've had an interaction like that. But if you had, I didn't know if that was something that you've experienced, I guess, as adoptees uh, when you encounter. Koreans in the wild? Is that <laughs> the wrong thing to say? No, that's, that's the most right thing. It's, and then you throw I mean, a Pokeball at them, and you're like, why didn't I capture them? Because Should have used Tailwind, obviously. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, Tailwind. Right, right, right. The basis of Pokemon is inhumane. Hmm. Okay. It's okay. sand attack. <laughs> well, I find that... Their speed. I find Patrick that very fascinating, dig. Patrick, just because I've never thought of it that way, and... Um, even though technically I just three weeks ago or two weeks ago, I had my hair cut and it was also a, a, an older Korean woman also. And, you know, we chatted and talked about stuff and she asked me about Korea and I asked her about Korea and things like that. So we had a little moment of talking about Korea. Um, but, but I never made that comparison of, of, you know, grooming from another Korean woman that similar to like a, a family member or something like that. And that if, I mean that, but that, now that you say that, I go, wow, well, that actually, you know, that might make Nathan me is mo- actually more bawling emotional. right now. <laughs> yeah, no. well, that might make me more emotional. That happened that he just I, didn't think about. I guess. Well, when you say like that, like you said, your experience was like you were having a conversation. Like I went in there. Literally, the only words that we spoke to each other before she was done cutting my hair were what kind of cut do you want? And figuring out where the line was that my, where I was holding my hand. That was it. And other than that, sat in complete, total silence, except for when her phone rang and she had to answer. And then I didn't say anything. Only she spoke because I'm not trying to hop on her phone calls yet. I don't know her like Also, that. was it in English? <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah, because oh, it was okay. a client. It was or not a client. Oh, okay. Somebody asking if the if they could just come in. And yes, it was a walk in place. So if you need your haircut, Young's Barber Shop on 96th cool. Street. But yeah, right. uh, but no, that complete. I think it was a silence really made me sit and think about. Like that's why I was really sitting yeah. and thinking about it. Her hands were like really soft, and I think that was the other thing too. <laughs> like the sensation, it felt yeah. like. But it felt like really intimate and sweet, even though it was just yeah. a haircut. Like she uh-huh. cut two other people's hair in front of me, and I'm sure it was the same experience. But just for whatever reason, I was just had a reaction to it. And it just, I was like, I'm going to bring this up. Two other people <laughs> weren't adoptees. Yeah. I don't know. I did not ask. And have never had their hair cut. By oh, you did not Korean. see that they were oh, clearly yeah. wearing their I'm an adoptee t shirt? No, but they, I could tell they had never had their hair cut before because it was like 20 feet long, like Rapunzel hair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> 
I'm just kidding. Short change Rapunzel's hair by saying it's only 20 feet long. You yeah, know her it's at hair least 40. At least 40. Probably 100. I'm going to go ahead and round um, up to Yeah, that's interesting. So one of my buddies who does a myriad of different things, one of the things that he does is cut people's hair. And as mm. he was learning and getting certified and all that stuff, he was like, yeah, I'm nervous because it's such a such an intimate thing to cut somebody else's hair. And I was like, is it? <laughs> Like it's just not a thing that I ever think about, you know. Oh, like sure. people's hands are all up on your scalp, you know. They're getting in there, and uh, so yeah, so that that makes you think of it. There was one time, hilariously, at a Great Clips in Springfield, where a Korean lady works, um, and I happened to catch her shift. And my wife just gave me a look, like, "Why are you laying down so casually for this <laughs> podcast?" But you know what? I'm going to do what I want, Sarah. Okay. Um, it's fine. I'm sure that when people meet me in person, I will get multiple looks like, why are you the way that you are? Why are you just laying down on the street? Get up. Yeah. Get up off the street. So here I am. (laughs) Anyways, uh, I'm just testing the concrete to see how solid it is. I understand. Um, so anyways, so I was in great clips and with this particular Ajima, I, I did say like, Hey, I'm practicing Korean, you know, whatever. And she's like, Oh, you're practicing Korean. Yeah. He's like, okay, cool. Speak to me in Korean. And I was like, (laughs) Ma'am, I just started. I can say hello (laughs) and nothing that pertains to small talk yet. Uh, She was like, yeah, the best way you got to learn is just just to do it, you know? And I was just like, this is hard. And so that was actually like a hard, like she had, it was interesting because we had exchanged names. And so I don't remember what her name was, Sujong, let's say. And so Mm -hmm. I was calling her like Sujong Shi. And she was like, you don't call me that. You call me Ajima. And I was like, oh, my bad. <laughs> uh, and so I was just like immediately reprimanded, but it was very much a trial by fire kind of thing. But I think it was just very much, a, oh, all right, I'm going to whip your Korean into shape by, you know, but I was like, I don't know enough. to. Uh, it's just blank stares for me. So that was interesting, but I definitely understand what you mean. I think especially sitting in silence, I could see how your mind would just be like, be it would either like be super not in the moment or be hyper in the moment you mm-hmm. know oh, yeah. so just being like oh yeah I, this is i feel cared for in a way that you know that that korean um jong you know like just in the way that that she cares for me mm-hmm. um just in giving me a haircut there's you know i, I appreciate yeah. that so yeah well i just wanted to share that with everyone yeah, i think it was pretty cool i, I mm-hmm. the story is nice i i like i said i was talking about other things so i didn't have a chance to think of anything like that. So, well, I was fe- I felt like I was should have felt more sad. I didn't really feel sad. I guess I honestly felt kind of like Han. It like I felt like Han a little bit of a longing. I didn't really feel sadness, but it was more like a longing for what I've potentially missed. I guess I you were maybe not sad, right? Okay, yeah. I won't say that I wasn't feeling sadness or grief, maybe. Yeah, uh, feeling like grief or sorrow, like a you're deep feeling sorrow. Han. Dang, I was yeah. feeling Han. And then I was, I was like, I want to feel some jong. I want to feel jong. Yeah. And, and you said life. that you, you spit out some uh, Korean I, at the end. I did. I don't have or I don't have <laughs> or put myself in a whole lot of opportunities yet where I can practice Korean. But I did drop a kamsamnida uh, to her, and she said it right back, very surprised. And then because I had said yep to pretty much everything that we in our interactions <laughs> up to that point, and she was, and then she immediately started speaking to me in Korean and asked what I can only assume was, "Do you also speak Korean?" I'm almost because I felt like that was the inflection behind the question, and mm-hmm. I was immediately like, "I don't speak Korean." I was then I said, "I'm adopted," 
just threw it right out there. And then I was like, I'm trying to learn slowly. So, yeah, yeah. that was also interesting. And I also think that it was kind of humorous. Honestly, it didn't make me feel like an imposter because she was just so nice. Like, how could I be? How could I be like mad? Mm -hmm. But even though I even though I don't blame anybody who would feel mad in that situation. (laughs) But I think it's interesting too, like uh, being in the Midwest, if you speak in Korean and like especially if you can practice and deliver like one phrase like 감사합니다 or 안녕하세요 and like make it feel like pretty native sounding you know then Koreans will always look up and they'll be like what what uh, right. do you speak Korean yeah. you know what I mean like like you clearly just spoke <laughs> Korean to them but right. they were so unexpected of it they were like what oh, do you and then you're like no sorry I just I got that one phrase down real good <laughs> and after that it's deep southern accent exactly and that's sometimes why i hesitate to even say it (laughs) because i don't want the follow-up question next but um but at the same time i'm like no i i shouldn't feel worried about it because it's you know even if that's all they hear then it's just more of a uh respect thing of you know just being able to say it even and so like last weekend i photographed a wedding actually that uh the bride was korean and the husband uh or the groom was uh cuban and so I, there was, you know, a lot of uh, Koreans walking around and the mother and father and, and uh, you know, there are people are, some people are wearing hanboks and stuff. And so I did, I said, Kamsamdira, um a couple of times uh, as, you know, as I was leaving and things like that. So I just thought that was kind of cool. No one followed up with any additional questions. Well, know, that's but. the thing. But the other two times <laughs> no, that no, I actually, he was wearing a shirt that said, please hold your questions. <laughs> yeah. uh, get it. I quickly get ran away after that's I said that. That store. Um, but that's the thing though. Like the other two times that I've dropped a comes Omnida, I've done it. And then immediately pivot. Just do like a, sprinted. Do a side eye. <laughs> I do a side eye to see if they've acknowledged. Like if they're like, like KJ said, like, huh? Like I yeah. look for one of those. And then I'm just like, <laughs> just get out of there so just don't Super leave Mario time but yeah. she like Woo-hoo. gave me no there was no out I couldn't I there was no pivoting to leave without being super <laughs> rude without being incredibly rude so I had to deal with the follow up questions that's funny yeah but thanks uh, for letting me share I mean, that <laughs> I feel pretty confident saying thank you in many languages and mm-hmm. saying delivering it fairly um, like with a decently like not heavy American accent right uh, sure. Today I was with my wife. We um, my wife. drove out to to grant a wish, and I was there taking photos. And the family spoke Spanish, and I mean, I've spoken Spanish for like most of my life at this point, in some you know small points. Literally tried to say thank you very much, muchas gracias, and because <laughs> my my mouth wasn't warmed up, the way it came out was <laughs> mochu grusa. <laughs> I was like. Man, so I just felt schooled in this language that I was like very confident in. I was like listening to translators and like communicate. I was like, I understand like the gist of what's being said. And literally just to say thank you for posing for this picture came out as mochu gross. I was like, yeah, I, I give up. Was Whatever. that family like, this is, is this guy trying to offend us or is he just having a, a slow day? I just, <laughs> they probably thought nothing of it, but it was literally like, I was just like, man, this is unfortunate. So, I mean, it is one of those things when you try to use, even mm-hmm. like when you feel confident in another language, it doesn't have to be Korean. Right. Like for me, especially with Spanish, I feel like my mouth always has to warm up before I can properly speak Spanish, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so like there is kind of that little like inertia that you have to get going to start in like thinking in Korean or speaking in Korean or really any other language. So there is kind of a moment of like, 
uh, you know, even if you feel confident when you try to use it out in the wild, then you're like, oh man, uh, I don't know. So all that to say, I think that it feels normal and I'm proud of you for pushing past some of the awkwardness and trepidation and just going for a kamsamnida yeah. and then being like, nope, I don't speak Korean. I just <laughs> crushed that one phrase real good. Yeah, I'm just going to be, so when K-Town, I'm just going to be down the street. Kamsamnida, just sprinting. <laughs> it's just, just turning left and right, throwing out the only two phrases that I know. Um, oh, sarang hey, I could do that and just drop love bombs <laughs> on everybody. <laughs> just professing your love. <laughs> to who knows what yeah they're just like what because that's not that's not directional i love i love <laughs> oh, right. could, it's just like i love great or, you love i've been using it wrong this entire time <laughs> it's all about context bro it's all about how much nunchi you have that's true well speaking of nunchi and context are we gonna talk about the book <laughs> uh yeah yeah let's talk we can about do a, a couple take a of hard pages. pivot to rice cakes well sure, i mean yeah. we don't have to but that's that conversation made me hungry and i'm also actually hungry so mm. i think if we talk about food it'll really rev my stomach like, gears up. we should like eat too bad we're not nice. eating rice cakes while we're talking about the rice cakes because i mean too bad we're not eating any of what we're about to talk about <laughs> this true. is like very the, true what we're about to get into is just various food things in in korean culture mm. um so this First section is what are the types of rice cakes and their meaning? There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight things listed, uh, and they all are different, and uh, they look delicious. I'm, I don't know. I've only had rice cakes, I think, in the context of that one meal that I eat at New Year's Eve, mm. or New Year's, whose name I currently don't remember, but will remember eventually. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Nathan, I feel like you've had the most exposure to Korean yeah. food. Have you yeah. had many types of rice cake? I have. I've had a lot of different rice cakes and some I like and some I do not. And that's mainly because the sugar content, I think I am, you know, you know me, I'm, I like salty. I like sweet. And so if it's like in the middle where it's just kind of bland, then I don't like it. It's just, it's not. And there are some rice cakes that I feel are just not flavorful enough for me. And it just tastes <laughs> yeah. like, you know, like needs more a, salt a texture yeah and so and I, I don't know i haven't had all the ones that are listed in this book um you know i've had some of the traditional ones for uh weddings and events and birthday parties the uh we actually went with a new one this year we didn't do it for my first two uh uh my sons we didn't do the um we did we didn't do the traditional stuff we just did regular uh, things Bexolgi. Yeah, we didn't. You didn't it, do that one. We didn't do anything for for my oh, okay, two gotcha. sons. So, but for my daughter, um, my wife found this Korean baker, uh, and so we did get a uh, which is called the rainbow rice cake or the mujige uh, tok, um, and that is oh yeah, those even, look really pretty. Yeah, yeah it's not, not listed right here in the book, but it was one of the the rice cakes that we got, and it was uh, very pretty. I mean, you know, rainbow colors in the inside. Uh, white on the outside. Unfortunately, it was very bland in taste. <laughs> yeah. So it looked a lot better than it tasted for me. At least. <laughs> yeah. um, but uh, I hear that's just common with some, you know, some rice cakes. Mm -hmm. I think it's something to, you know, different palettes. I'm always interested in the Korean rainbow colors, like that mujige being, I don't know, like I when I hear rainbow, I think, uh, you know, 
pride flags. I think Roy G. Biv. I think, you know, like there's a specific way in America that we talk about rainbows. And I feel like the Korean Mujige is just different colors and different orders. And so I wonder, I don't even know if the book gets into it, but I'd be curious about uh, what the color and order and significance means of it all. You know, because I feel like, mm-hmm. didn't yours have like, it was like a, I feel like the Yor Mujige was a green and a pink or maybe yeah, a green, red pink, color. and yellow, which I think is Yeah, standard. exactly. Which yeah. I don't think of that, you know, I don't associate that color combination with a rainbow. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just interesting. And like the, we, we got some um, masks made of hanbok material from a Korean wedding company in LA. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Sarah got that Mujige mask and it has kind of that same like red, yeah, blue, I have mine literally hanging up. Like I'm looking at it right now. Is there a green on it? Yeah, there's like a lime green, blue, <laughs> white, pink, lime green. Yeah, and so the Korean Mujige colors are just like really specific to me. And I think they're really pretty, but it's unfortunate that it didn't taste good. I was just like, oh, I wonder mm, what's I up know. with the Korean rainbow. Why is it different? Wait, do we know what? Rainbow? We don't know what the what that color scheme means. That's what we're saying, right? Nope, okay. not, not as far as I'm I know. just nope. postulating. Oh, what a postulator. Classic. I'm just here to make <laughs> mouth sounds. I'm going like to like the ear holes of our fans. I didn't like recognize any that... of those. I didn't recognize any of these rice cakes. So <laughs> yeah. I got a lot to catch up on. I feel like our listeners, I've been pri- I've been made privy to some messages about our listeners who are shocked at my at some of my <laughs> takes on food, I think. So uh, I apologize. I am a novice still. That's what the show's about. Um, It'll be easier to find the two uh, on the right page, the Song Pyong and Gyeongdan. Okay, you say that, but I, I mean, I was living in Springfield all the time, but I was looking for Song Pyong around yeah. Chuseok because uh, I saw that that was a traditional thing, and I was like, I don't even know. Uh, but the rice cake... Because I've Dokuk seen those around, yeah. Was, was the stew that you sure. eat traditionally oh, yeah. in New Year's. Um, those were easy to find. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I can't... I. I, f- I had trouble finding rice cakes that were pre-made mm. um, where I was in Springfield. Maybe that'll be different here in Dallas, but... Yeah, probably. I mean, again, we can find some if you guys want next week, if you want to try us a variety of them. <clears throat> I'm assuming we can find them in specifically in K-Town. Just go to a little... I'm just going to get bakery. straight drunk on rice cakes. <laughs> well, although, <laughs> it's funny. So one of them I thought was interesting, uh, Sotok, was made with uh, makuli. The yeah. unfiltered rice wine. Um, and it says the flavor stays in the, after steaming, but the alcohol content is almost non-existent. Well, but I'm really curious about them. that one because I've, I've never heard of that one. And I was like, oh, now that we've had, you know, you know, makuli, we can maybe try that someday. I don't imagine I will like it based yeah. on my not loving <laughs> original makuli flavor, but I'd still be interested in trying it. You yeah. will try it and you will like it. <laughs> wow. Well, I will certainly do one of those things. I declare. I don't know if I can do both. Okay, that's so. fine. Well, you got to live your life. I'm going to do me. <laughs> there is a, a section here that talks about Shinto Buri. And you want to talk about Han. That just like brought that up to me. And I think part of it was um, one of our, our friends and listeners of the show, um, Lauren Burke, she posted something on her Instagram account about like how she saw something, it was talking about Korea. Mm-hmm. and was, I think it was like, I miss yeah, Korea. Missing Korea. Like, I also miss Korea, you know? And at the end, she just finished with like, I have not forgotten you, Korea. And so like already, I think today has just like, after reading that in the morning, like my day has been felt like filled with this kind of 
yearning for a land I've never known. And then sort of read Shintoburi, meaning um, literally the body and the land can't be separated. I was just like, oh, I feel that in my heart. (laughs) So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, they they say that's just like a marketing thing to get people to eat more Korean food. Mm -hmm. But... Uh, I don't know. I was just like reading that as an adopt as an adoptee. I was like, yeah, that's right. That's how I feel. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, as an adoptee, I mean, they're not thinking about how that would affect somebody else. They're like, oh, this is good to rope people in. But as adoptees, mm-hmm. it doesn't necessarily make me want to buy or go get Shinto Buri. It makes me want to. It makes me feel sad, and long, sadness and longing for my home country. It makes me think deep yeah. thoughts. And then you want to go eat McDonald's. <clears throat> yeah, and so then, then I want to go. Then I want to go destroy can feel my body. At least to a place. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> complete opposite. Go find this the closest uh, place that the has Doritos. What is McDonald's then? <laughs> we haven't talked about Doritos in a long time. That's a good point. However, you know, with our snacks that we do buy, I do always try to find snacks that are from Korea that actually say product of Korea on it. So, yeah, except you know, for Sasha. In a way. Yeah, it did yeah. say, but it was a Lotte product, so that's yeah, all Lotte. So that was yeah. the confusing part. So the next chapter, we go into our favorite, ramyun. Whoop, whoop. I mean, come on. Who doesn't like ramen? I mean, it is what come it is. On. It's a whole page you know, dedicated all, to ramen. We could, it's a whole page. We could we could, we could talk. talk about it, or we could just talk about it. We could talk about it. We could it. talk. We've had pick, it a pick, few pick, times pick, 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 now on the talk. show, right? So he's a what? He's a what? He's a music man. Music. <laughs> big brass bass. Big brass bass. <laughs> yeah, the piccolo. The piccolo. Sorry. I like I like the music breakdowns. I, do I think they're part of the show. You know, just literally part of the show. Break into song. Just do it. That's fine. I'll just wait. He's like, I'll wait. You've been singing lately. Anyways, are we talking about Ramyun or does everybody already know? Let's audience. I think, I think we get we get it. We get it. We I know it. we know it. But the one Ramyun thing that I found is, interesting yeah. was one thing was the difference between Ramyun and Ramen. What's the difference? Uh, ramen. If you say Ramen, they they uh, specifically are talking about a like a shop, a restaurant that has mm. uh, ramen noodles in it. That's going to be more like the Japanese style ramen um, mm. with soup, you know, base. Whereas sense. you say ramyun in, in uh, Korea, you're specifically talking about the instant noodle style, you know, ramyun. So even though the noodles are very similar. So, I like that. I thought that I was like kind to of know the distinction. So, yeah. I mean, it's good to know where you're, you're talking about it and where you're saying it, I guess. Also like ramen is closer to the Japanese way of calling it. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. versus Damien being the Korean one. That's like saying, Jerry got on my case for saying Korean karaoke. He was like, dude, it's Norebang. Yeah. And I was like, well, sorry, man. Norebang. I didn't know that at the time. <laughs> I know. Now I know. But he like was not down with the mixture of Korean mm-hmm. as an adjective and then the Japanese word for making a fool of yourself by singing publicly. So, yeah. is what it is. So now I, I know karaoke and Norebang. There you go. Don't mix them up. Jerry's coming for you. Speaking of words that are uh, double translated, let's talk about KFC and yeah. how I still have yet to try it. Colonel uh, Sanders. This, this KFC oh. seems better than the other KFC. It, it is. It is not Colonel Sanders KFC. Mm-hmm. So for those listening, we are talking about Korean fried chicken, not Kentucky. Sorry, Kentucky. Sorry, Kentucky. But you're out. We're in Korea yeah, now. So I hope that I get to try some in Koreatown when we're together. That sounds mm-hmm. real delicious. 
I had it in Michigan yeah, I don't know. with Jordan. Yeah. I enjoyed oh, it. Oh, yeah. How was it? Was it like, how did it compare to other types of fried chicken you can get in America? Um, I think that there's something about just the way that the crispiness was. Like the it's different. I don't know. I can't honestly. I don't have a refined enough palate or the language to describe the difference. But I can just tell what you. What are you the, even doing on the show? Difference. I mean, clearly, <laughs> literally, half of your being on the show is I need to have a refined palate to talk about these Korean snacks. You no, I shove the whole thing Mark in my mouth. Water. I take the whole piece of chicken, <laughs> shove it in my mouth. It burned me to pieces. So now I don't have any taste buds, and now I can't taste it. But it was good. But it was no. It was just okay. a way. Like the way the way that it was fried, I think is, is there's got to be something there, and then obviously the sauce and the spice. Uh, I don't remember what mine was. I'm sure I went for the hottest of whatever the sauce was. Um, of course you did, but it was great because he hates his body. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm gonna bring. Yeah, never oh, mind. Goodness. Don't never bring. Mind. I know what you're saying. You're gonna bring. Oh gosh. Okay. Um, so one of the things that I have eaten, you know, some KFC, some Korean fried chicken in in Los Angeles is. Um, specifically from Korean restaurants because mm-hmm. you can't, yeah, you, it's, you have to have whatever they do to it. And I don't know if it's the breading or the yeah. oil. Yeah. Um, I mean, I had some, there's one place called BBQ chicken, which is funny because I would have first called it barbecue chicken, but it's BBQ. Um, but there's a place out there that they make it in uh, olive oil. They, so they, the olive oil is actually the, uh, flavor goes into the, the chicken as well. And then it, I think that's really tasty. Um, just a style. I wouldn't call that one. Yeah. Korean fried chicken. But so maybe there's something that they do. Uh, the unique flavors, of course, that you just said probably had some, you know, gochujang. Oh, yeah, for right? sure. Um, so. Really quickly, though, you said KBQ, and that made me think of this slightly off topic. But uh, the area, the town that I work in, uh, I was driving through the other day and I saw a BB bop. You oh, remember when wow. we were talking about that? <laughs> you went to the BB bop? I'm like, yeah. I was like, I didn't realize this was like a national chain. I didn't realize that either. I'm gonna look it up now. BB Bop, yeah, B I B I Bop. Because I thought I was. Oh no, that's not what I'm. I don't remember what we how that came up, but I've said something off of it. I thought it was like LL Bean. Oh, that's what. Yeah, that's what I thought it was. But it's B I B I. There is. Yeah, I was just uh, like, oh, I see you. See here, there's there was a restaurant. Oh, I can't remember the name of it, but there was a restaurant in in Los Angeles that was also a brand, a Korean brand, and they made mm. essentially a custom bibimbaps. Yeah, I'm a big fan of, of bibimbap. I think it yeah. is uh, easily translatable to a more Western sensibility in terms of taste palettes and things. Um, feels good and healthy. Got a good ratio a of stone, carbs. Too. Oh, dude, that dulce so, is a game yeah. changer. Yep. Um, yeah, I'm. I, I think that stuff is really good. I feel like I saw oh. someone post the other day that said it may have been like an article or an interview where they said that somebody in Korea was shocked that people eat bibimbap cold, and he said they only eat. Yeah, it on that's the real weird to me. I don't. Dol-so. I don't get it. Dolso. Yeah. Dolso. Dolso. So was the so there was a place called Bibimbap in uh, West LA that I used to go to, but it's now closed. It says, but. Um, no, yeah, it was Cowboy just like Bebop. a little oh, no, orange logo. Do you remember what the logo was? No. I think it was orange, but it wasn't this. Not what KJ said in the it's chat. It's not bibibop.com. No. Bibibop. Okay. Bibibop. Yeah, it's, it's, it's bibibop like without the bebop. M. Bebop. I know, it's, it's actually spelled bebop. incorrectly or 
that's not yeah, to the be restaurant with theme song is Booty Bee Bobby Bo Bo Bobby Bo Booty Bada Bida Bada 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 now I think about some guy dancing in the middle of a stadium because that's, <laughs> yep. they played that song in uh, sports. Things. That's what I'm doing for the live show. I'm just going to get up and dance in the middle of Yeah, we're room. actually going to replace all of our theme show music with. Nathan? Nice. Oh, he didn't join in. <laughs> No, he's like y'all can just uh, y'all can just finish singing, and I'm gonna figure out what we're gonna eat. Text me when we're back. Uh, It sounds like yeah. Now that Patrick and I have devolved into madness, we should take a break, and (laughs) when we come back, we will (laughs) jump into a food item. So roll the clip. Wait, roll the ads that we don't have. Roll the ads for Lisa Mattress. (laughs) Hooray! Uh, Are you yeah. sleeping enough? Here's, at night? here's an ad for a BBB Bop. <laughs> That's great. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Let's, we should cut a BBB Bop. We are back with our food portion <laughs> of the Sitting Don Chi Show. Can't food. wait out for this. Food, 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 snacks, and more. What a great. Let's give it up for that interview we did with ourselves. So good. Yeah. Good job. Well done. <sighs> Today, okay, what are we eating, Nathan? I don't, I don't really know. It looks like a cracker. It looks like a cheesecake. Oh, it's I don't know. It's made by so, High Thai. Yeah, today we're eating a thing that is technically revisited, but we lost the footage. So uh, this is the also least? kind of technically the first time we've ever done this on the show. Okay. Yeah. I don't remember um, the other one. I don't remember. So not only did we lose the footage, we lost the memory of it because I don't well, remember. <laughs> This was the one that we did during Christmas with our wives. Oh, the original Ace Cookie, and now the yeah, I don't know what happened to that footage, but we lost it. Um, I'm okay, still have it somewhere. I yeah. already have one thing off the bat. You said the original Ace Cookie, and I'm like, okay, so that's what that says, Ace. But I'm seeing on the packaging, folded back on this coffee cup, it says the word Ace. Just yep. hit it. I'm like, make that more <laughs> prominent on your branding. Just yeah. making me furious. Could. Yeah. Just, hey, Korean company, yeah. make your English more prominent on your Korean yeah. branded yeah. snack. Are you please? serious? I mean, why throw How it on a coffee you cup? Use your native language. How dare you sell me this product that I can't read the language on? Yeah. <laughs> How dare you? I'm not your target audience. And you know what? I can tell. How dare you? If this right. is delicious, oh. Are we going? I are think we it's going to be good. To your manager. I would love to have a conversation. Ingredients. Consist of a cheese cracker with wheat and sugar, cocoa. You're going with a tea. Bunch of uh, uh, preservatives. <laughs> oh, that's allergy good. warning: milk, wheat, and soybeans. So, yeah, this looks like a good cracker. I think you it's can't just going to be like a good tasty light, cracker. You know? I mean, so the original one is uh, kind of like Ritz cracker. Oh, it was. So, it opened fairly easily if you follow the directions on the top. I like that. I did not. I'm really struggling. Okay. I watched him struggle. It does it look like a good. giant saltine cracker. Smell that. But thicker. Mm. Sniff that. Take a sniff of that. Mm. That smells good, right? I want to get a candle of this. I couldn't burn it for I too long. I like it. I couldn't burn it's, it for too long, but. Yeah, it smells really good. Not that I go, like not that I go around sniffing my crackers, but. You don't sniff each one of your foods before you take a bite. I sniff almost every single bite that I take. I gotta smell it. 
What do you got? Blow on it a little bit. No, I am not a dog. Woof. This is a good cracker. I can't explain it really. Yeah, I know. I'm. I'm in my mind. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. But yeah, I all I taste is like buttery. Like it really does smell great. Great though. Maybe like like buttercream. Oh yeah. I think it's interesting that these all the cracker stacks that we do come in like packages like this with like the same amount of crackers. I feel like they come in huge boxes and then tiny individual packages that somehow contain eight to 12 crackers. But they all are kind of kind of similar, I think. Not similar product necessarily, but packaging and presentation. I love the smell. Yeah. And as everyone knows, I love coffee, so I'm drinking it with my coffee here. Is that uh, iced coffee or hot coffee? Iced coffee. I only have hot coffee when it's cold. It's definitely wow. a, a yeah. coffee, coffee biscuit, every day. You know? I have eight cups of hot coffee every morning. There's even a little toki, a little bunny on the box. That says something about coffee. What's he pointing oh. at? The coffee? I don't know. He's pointing at the cracker. And in the Korean, I don't know what it says, but I do recognize coffee. Hmm. What's that? So he's saying something about coffee. Oh, coffee. Not very cheesecakey, but uh, but still really tasty. I just had the best piece of cheesecake I ever, one of the best pieces of cheesecakes I've ever had in my life. Oh, see, uh, now you're making me want cheesecake because I, I expected these to taste like cheesecake. I just yeah. happened into it, and it was yeah. fantastic. Homemade, crushed it to that okay. lady who will never listen to this podcast. Shout out to you. <laughs> There's something about Ace America in the quotation next to the heart. Hmm. So, I don't know. I'm just trying to puzzle up as much Korean as I can. Cheeju cake mat. Cheesecake. Yeah, mat is flavor, so cheesecake flavor. New... New York cheesecake flavor. That's what it says. That's what the the stuff below the package. I so, beg to differ. Yeah, I'm not really tasting the New York cheesecake flavor. So. What's the difference? Was what makes cheesecake? What makes a New York cheesecake? I guess is my question. Uh, one, I think you can charge like ten cents more if you add New York in front of it. <clears throat> All right, I'd say a tad more sugar, that. maybe. No, wait, is there um, salt on it? There is salt. I do like the salt mm-hmm. on it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, that actually having having figured that out, I, that does affect my rating a little bit. So let's get into it. All right, you go first. You are your uh, full head of steam. Get a lead us off. Oh, okay, what's going so on? I just opened my second package, uh, and I opened it from the open here sign like a smart boy, uh, and that made it real easy. New York cheesecake flavor, do not agree with, but do you know what? I think actually that this could be like a cool. If you like add this as like the crumble into like a cheesecake crust, mm. it could actually really elevate the crust game. Okay. Uh, so I don't get, I, I don't know, like it's weird. I've never been so um, speechless by a snack. I've never been at, so like, trying to dis- by a cracker. <laughs> trying to describe how I, how, because it it's like. my breath away. It's like buttery, but not straight up, you know, that's why I was like, maybe it's buttercream. I don't know. It's got yeah. a kind of a unique and interesting flavor um it's like almost like you know ghee i don't know um so yeah totally. so i'm gonna give this i'm gonna say a four out of five i really like it i would love it with coffee um and it's not like so sweet that honestly i probably wouldn't mind having it for breakfast or something with a coffee or something like that so or a nighttime coffee but i don't really do that anymore because i'm an adult and now i yeah i think it makes it more of an adult if you drink coffee in the night 
Thank you. No, I agree. it makes you the most adult if you drink decaf coffee in the nighttime. That makes you an you know. elderly adult. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Patrick I'm just kidding to the decaf lovers. Ageist on the show. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Honestly, if you drink hot coffee at night, that means you're probably buying the grind culture a little too much, and you should back off the coffee. I'm saying that to myself. Mm. <laughs> I've been like trying to not drink coffee at night anymore. You remember when I was doing the sh- when we first started doing the show? I was doing coffee almost yeah, every, every coffee, coffee yes. every I episode. I was a little worried you were going to turn into like Tweak from South Park. <laughs> <laughs> I was a little worried oh. your heart was going to explode. So. Yeah, that too. Well, I got a heart transplant and we're all good. Wait, way to go! <laughs> what about you, Patrick? What do you think? Uh, I'm going to give it a four out of five too. Uh, I mean, I'm not really like I said earlier. Not a refined palate. I don't can't like I don't know exactly what's missing about the cheesecakeness of it, but there is. It's just overwhelmingly buttery, I think. Mm-hmm. But it tastes really good. It smells really good. Uh, yeah. I'm big on smells with my food. Um, mm, yeah, but I'm I think, so big on smells. But I'm I think, gonna watch. I'm gonna watch you next week and see how ladies how many of your with food you're gonna be smelling. Do it, do it. I promise you, I'll be going. Did you yep. smell that? And I go, I'll go. Yep, yep. There he goes. He smelled it. <laughs> You guys are going to learn a lot about me next week. Um, anyways, four out of five. <laughs> if I could more per, or if I could more directly define the taste, maybe raise that rating. I'll I I will give it a five out of five on smell because I do think it does have that. You know that it just it smells really good. It smells sweeter than it tastes. So that brings my rating back down to what you were saying. Maybe probably a four out of five. Um, just because I think it needs a little more. I want to say sugar. And just say I mean, salt. It, it's the salt. There's a little bit of salt on the top, which I like. Uh, I don't have to have all salty crackers. I know, but I'll never stop. Every food item, I'll be like, "Here's a, Nathan." You know how many times I'm going to ask you about salt? I mean, I did eat a lot of saltines oh, as a kid, and that wasn't just because it had the word salt in it. But also, this is barely salty for a cracker. Spoiler, I'm just saying. Spoiler alert! I'm going to ask you if you want the salt every single meal. I'm like Nathan, do you want? He'll like he'll be like, pass me the soy pass sauce. The salt, and like, Do you want some salt with that? Please pass the salt. <laughs> I would like some salt with my salt, please. It's like I like some dude. salt with my soy sauce, <laughs> and so I can dip my seaweed into it. <laughs> oh, Just kidding, bro. Yeah, I was, hope you guys can uh, take me having a heart attack. Um, but I'll take you to the hospital. <laughs> okay, thanks. But yeah, I I will give it a four out of five. I think it's the like I said, the butter is the overwhelming flavor, not the cheesecake part of it. So. Um, but hey, Fours. I would think it's very hard to make a cracker taste like cheesecake. So who knows? Fours across the board. Yep. I feel like it's hard to make a bad cracker. Like I'm trying to think of a like a really bad cracker. And I uh, honestly like chicken a wheat, and biscuit cracker. Like a wheat thin. Like I even like wheat thins. I feel like that's a good wheat thins are fine. Yeah, you I think it's a good blasted. cracker. I said I even like wheat thins. No, wheat thins no, are no, great. But the way. Like, oh, okay. Gonna yeah. blast what? You did say I like, even, even like it, like, like it was a bad one. Right? Oh, no, yeah. that's not even what I You're was like, trying look, to say. I mean, Wheat Thins are like the bottom of the totem pole, and I even like those. I even like Wheat Thins. strong of Yahoo fame. <laughs> yeah. No, chick, chicken and biscuit crackers. Have you had those? Yeah. I think so. I, I think, think that, that is the weirdest flavor to me, is like mm-hmm. a chickeny flavor in a biscuit. I'm cracker. just a crunch guy. But I like crackers and chips and I'm a crunch guy, you know? Yeah, I'm more of a crunch guy. Didn't we do I that? Okay. Had some, <laughs> we not to, do not to make this episode all about crackers, but I have had a few of those, I guess, triscuits that have, you know, the flavored triscuits, mm-hmm. uh-huh. where it's just too much of a weird flavor. And I, I'm, 
I'm having a hard time remembering which one it was. Maybe it was like garlic and herb or something. Ooh, like that's that. that's the but best was, one. Yeah, I know it wasn't that one, but it was like one of those basil. other ones. You know, yeah. farmhouse or I don't know. It was something that was just weird and way too too. Uh, I don't know, seasoned. And mm. I'm not going to say salty because that would make it a good one. <laughs> That's true. Classic. <laughs> and with that, we have no more time for the show. Uh, can I have KJ, a heart attack? KJ, if they want to find us, where do they find us at again? I forgot. Man, you already know they can find us at John oh, Chi Show on all Whoa, the social media yay. platforms. <laughs> you know they can send us an email at John Chi Show at justlikemedia.com. They can get in touch with me at KJ Relke uh, on all social platforms and get in touch with Patrick at Patrick in the World, Patrick in the World dot me, Parmesan Strong 219 at gmail dot Okay. Dot. Oh, okay. Okay. That's a lot of dots. <laughs> He's actually mostly a Morse code. Like, if you just send him telegrams, that's the ideal way to do it. Stop. Yeah. Uh, and then you can get in touch with Nathan. I would actually love to receive a telegram. I don't know how that would work, but that'd be great. Um, <laughs> I'm going to send you a singing telegram. Send, how about that? No, it's not the same. Uh, send I know a guy Nathan who does it. Some love at N Nowak on Instagram or Facebook. Stalk him via our Facebook uh, group, The John Chi Show After Party. And then you could be his friend and send him messages. Or wave at him. That's the weirdest feature, I think, of Facebook messengers. You just wave at people. I agree. I'm so I, off of Facebook. I'm so disengaged from Facebook. It's not a great time, if I'm, if I'm being honest. It's fine. That's not great. Yeah. You know? I agree. There's a little yeah. bit too much drama going on in Facebook right now. So I hope everybody out there is just <laughs> getting some more safe one-on-one group setting social distance. Did you say safe one-on-one group? Setting social distance. Yeah, I don't even know that's been another group. One group of ten, another group of ten. I was meaning to say yeah. six feet apart, but everybody's masked, and then like some of them are vaccinated, but and maybe a couple people ones? virtual too at the same time. Just mix it all yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. Just whatever, uh, whatever yeah. floats your boat. Whatever floats we, your boat. I think at this point are a couple weeks into year two of the Junchi Show, which is absolutely bonkers. So thank you so much for listening, for supporting us. Thank you. you. Want to continue to do that to see the John Chi Show make it to year three and beyond? You can go to johnchishow.com/support uh, to figure out how to support us best, or and uh, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, and or let a friend know, be like, "Hey, these guys, they had a good time." If you're looking for a podcast to listen to, you should check them out. That would be fantastic. Yes, right. and also you check out our new shirt in the John Chi store, the John Chi Show store. I'm with Patrick. It's a really great shirt. <laughs> oh, no. All the proceeds oh, go to me. I don't what? think that one's been approved. <laughs> I don't know about that one. I might veto that one. Nope, it's great. <laughs> go to johnchishow.com backslash store for Pat. I'm with Patrick t-shirts. All right, that's all we have time for. Go cake. Thank you, John Chi Wait, are nope. we really done? No, we're not. We're not oh. going. Sorry. No, you can't just no. end on <laughs> yeah. I'm a dictator. But if you do want to go, when to, go to the John Chi Show <laughs> store and get I'm Patrick shirts, those might be available to you. Just to oh, really actually, yes. Up. If you really want to do, I'll do definitely. I'll co-sign that immediately.
<laughs> please. Anyways, please, um, we'll go buy that shirt. This show is going nuts, so we should sign off. Right. Um, it has yeah. been wonderful. We will see you next week. Until then, John Chi Goodbye. Oh. Bye.